sexy. No, Either guys, way, you guys have miscategorized stories. Fuck so all y'all. Welcome to the No Comment Podcast, the podcast where we comment on everything we know nothing about. This is our first quarantine episode, as everyone in the goddamn world knows. Everything's kind of fucked up right now, so it's messed up our uh, our recording. You know, feng shui and just the way that we do things, and we're also dog shit at uploading and editing. So. That's besides the point. But we're yeah. fucking back. Yeah, yeah. we're back, baby. <laughs> we're boys, back. Are, boys are back in town. We're we back. can't be stopped. Yeah. Just for all bullshit. of you that are, you know, concerned about things, we are following a protocol uh, about, you know, how to deal with all this shit. So don't call us out and call the cops and get us arrested and get us tickets. No, is that a thing, dude? dude yeah. No, well, I think I think Brain's uh, being a bit over melodramatic right now. Oh yeah, I'm definitely just trying to, you know, shit some uh, stir some shit, not shit some stir. Did you say over melodramatic? melodramatic? Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's it's very redundant. I I realize extremely it's redundant. <laughs> we got we got Elijah Nathaniel here. Elijah Nathaniel Graham. We have Chad Robert Tubbs and we have Cody Ryan Brain. Cody Ryan Cody Ryan, <laughs> aka aka new nickname this week, Lil Big Science Guy Cody Brink. Over nice, here. I yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, don't forget about Braden Jeffrey Lavalley. Oh yeah, this, hey, you know Braden Jeffrey. You know Jeffrey, little bloke from down the street. You don't have to worry about him if you seen get him to the Greek. Unless he's got a Nerf gun, then you got to worry about him. Yeah, for sure. Or just some sick fucking tits, dude. What? Fight you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Man. Uh, maybe anyway, I'm just not involved <laughs> in the in the context of what you're talking We're about. We're gonna pretend Brayden the reference, but yeah. I, can everyone pretend? I'm like cringing so hard right now. He I'm, does have sick tits, though. So. My tits are sick. They yeah. cough all the time. So well, if there's any single, that's your new T-shirt. Is sick tits? Sick tits, Brayden. Sick tits, B. Yeah, there you yeah. go. B I like that. Tits. You should make some stickers. But thank you for joining us, guys. It's honestly so nice to be back with you guys and to be just looking at someone who's not Chad because yeah. I live with him, and although. Like we said, he's very hot, very fuckable. Easy on the eyes, for I, sure. I Warm. You know, there's just that moment. Homely. He wakes up in the morning. His eyes have, you know, they got that crust around the edge. And they got mine that little bit of squint because my glasses on. Like, yeah. Shit. And I just, you know. Well, the funny thing know. is. It's nice to see you It's guys. been a long time for us, but. By the time we probably get a good rollout schedule going, this will be one week af after the previous episode. So yeah, <laughs> uh, people aren't going to understand the gap in time that we're referring to. Yeah, they will. Well, like with yeah. context, how many people? We can just explain it to everybody. Yeah, we'll explain it. Right. Word yeah. of mouth, it brother. Won't, it won't feel <laughs> as long to them because of the release schedule. Well, that's fire. Whatever. It doesn't I'm just, even matter. I'm just stating. We're like so facts. on it now. If, and whoever <laughs> listens to this episode knows what the fuck is up. Yeah, so. good on you. Yeah. 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 You've already subscribed three. We've only done two episodes. We've posted two episodes. We have. Right. We have a lot back stocked. So yeah, either way, I want to kind of get into things before we just start, you know, talking over each other and getting shameful. Yeah. yeah. And just start just degrading. What do you want to say? No, I actually want to. I want to jump to Cody because oh. I know Cody had a little bit of a list of things oh that he wanted boy. to talk about. Okay, let's see. Do you have your list on you right now? Yeah, or I do have a list. Of, that's oh, what happens that's after two months. Tiniest of little list by yourself. You he like unfolded. Dude, there's like two. Oh, hold up. That's like as much as a, you six can write points. on a fortune cookie. <laughs> hold on, Cody. <laughs> six are points. Are you? Did you just put down fortune cookies? Fortune cookies no. are lit. I didn't. Hold on, let me get a zoom in. Not at all. One, yeah, look at that. That two, shitty piece of paper right three. there. That's art. Where's right your there. piece of paper, Brian? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where is your paper? Yeah. Cody came prepared. Paper? 
prepared. There's bullet points on there. Cody knows how to write? There's (laughs) bullet points. I know how... (laughs) You hate trees? I don't use paper. It's gorgeous. I cut it into my skin. Chad just took some good photos. Wow. So first we have uh, Ben Franklin. It's written in red. Oh, so, red. What does that signify? I was, watching ne- I was watching Netflix today, mm-hmm. and uh, the show that we were watching made a, like, a one-off joke Name about... It? What was his show? Let uh, him talk, bro. I honestly don't remember what show it was. Either way, uh, they made it... Oh, it was Dead to Me on Netflix. It's a good show. They oh. made a joke. <laughs> yeah, have you seen it? No, you were talking to me about this earlier. Explain a little bit about yeah, it. You it, can go for it, though. Uh, basically, they made a joke in this show about Ben Franklin dying of syphilis. So... <laughs> Like that's everyone like back happened, then that right? had a wig, we looked yeah. it up and it uh, it's true. Well, that's he why died of syphilis. That's why wigs were so big back then. You know that, right? No. Wigs were created because uh, guys who were syphilitic were most likely aristocracy, and what they could do is afford to get a wig made for them that would because you would get scabs and shit on your head, and your skin on your nose would rot. And, like, your body would essentially just start eating itself, and your brain would, too. Ascend. Yeah. It, that's how you die So you can, syphilis. Basically, uh, syphilis, you contract it uh, from sex, obviously. It takes a time. And it, 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 it infects your central nervous system. It yeah. becomes neur- neurosyphilis. Yes. And, uh, yeah, it basically just, like, eats away at your spinal cord and shit. And your, your skin. And your skin. Everything. And everything. Every part yeah, of your it body. Affects your, it, it gets to your brain, but uh, it's, a fucking, it's fucking crazy. But, Which yeah. Is, I don't know if any of you guys have ever played any of the Fallout games. Um, I know this is a little bit into, uh, you know, fuck it. Everyone plays video games nowadays. It's not nerdy. Get fucked, mate. But the okay. ghouls the ghouls in that game are based off of, you know, they're supposed to be hurt by radiation. But the way that their, their faces are designed artistically are supposed to be are supposed to look like someone who's syphilitic. Which oh, is, really? Yeah, which is why they have kind of those big noses. It almost looks like a skeleton pulling through the face. What's even scarier than uh, syphilis disgusting. is leprosy. Oh, oh yeah. Fuck. yeah. Yeah. I mean, God damn. Oh, oh my this, God. Yeah. I wanna, okay, for yeah. those of the people that don't know about leprosy, it's basically like a, I hope you a do. skin disease of it's some fl- sort. It's a flesh-eating it's a, disease. Yeah, it, it makes you look like a leopard. Because spots. Because, yeah, it, you get weird, like, scab lesions and, like, well, you, your, your face kind of starts to deform a little bacteria bit, yeah. that just eats your yeah. tissue. But that was that. So, okay, I'm going to segue a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If, I know. Fuck. No one here really watches football as much as I do. Well, just Definitely talk not. about it. Yeah. So well, if you guys know, especially in San Diego, if you know Alex Smith, uh, quarterback, he was uh quarterback for the 49ers, the Chiefs, and then most recently the Redskins. He uh, on the same exact day it was November 18th of 2019 and what was it like 33 years before something like that i don't know um joe theisman all had the same exact injury that alex smith had they both played for the redskins against a top level defensive end who broke their fibula it's either the tibia or the fibula and so espn did this whole documentary called project 11 amazing about so they they essentially alex smith snapped his shin right from a tackle snapped it uh, he went to the hospital, you know, got a, you know, got it, you know, bolted together with plates and all that kind of stuff. A couple days later, they find out that he's starting to have a flesh-eating bacteria eat his whole fucking cat. Wait, how did he get exposed to flesh-eating bacteria Cause, from cause the so, injury? Oh, so it was a compound fracture on the field, mm-hmm. meaning it tore through his skin. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. So bacteria from the football field got into his leg at that time, 
it started it ate away probably 80 percent of the muscle on his from his knee between his knee and his ankle i can't believe that there were flesh-eating bacteria on the field that's it was everywhere but you just don't your body works so well that it doesn't get into you well well probably i mean if it was a compound fracture it was deep a deep wound yeah Yeah. exactly just yeah exactly but his bone marrow might have just scraped (laughs) oh oh my my god God. gnarly dude insane but yeah, glad it, you I, and I are having the same visceral reaction yeah, right now. Just to those who are uh, grossed who are, out, yeah. I'm squeamish like about that kind of stuff, out. I do not recommend it. But if you like that, or not even if you like it, because that almost sounds sadistic. But but it <laughs> sounds pretty accurate for yourself, man. If you find interest in you know injury and how they fix it and just you know medical field, because I know Cody's in the medical field, it's so it, it's incredible the way that they were able to. They had to do a, a muscle. And skin graft from his other leg in the thigh from the same leg, I believe, to reattach muscle there because they had to cut out all this muscle that was being eaten. It was insane. Did it, he pl- did he ever return to professional he's football? He's practicing, hopefully, to return. Okay. They almost That's had, they, insane. They thought they were going to have to a- amputate his yeah. leg at the knee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it, unbelievable. They had to take him to a combat hospital facility, like someone who got hit by an IED or you know, yeah, hit combat, by artillery yeah. or anything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the top-level doctors know how to deal with trauma to the nth degree. And do, it's an amazing documentary in the way that— What uh, streaming service is it on? It's on it's on ESPN okay. or ESPN+. Plus. So. so for sports fans out there interested in football and stuff, definitely some good content Def- to check I out. I mean, even if you're not into sports, if you like medical— Yeah, or if you've ever broken a bone and you're interested in that kind of shit. Yeah, because— yeah. Most a lot of people have broken bones. <laughs> if you ever watch, sucks. If you ever watched Scarred on what was it MTV or Spike or whatever it was back in the day, you'd like this. That show is insane. Real quick, I'm gonna grab some water real quick. Would anyone else like some water? Mm. Yeah, I would love water. I'm, right. I'm okay. Thank I'm you. Good. Stay hydrated out there, everybody. Yep. Always stay hydrated. Stay. Drink more water. Yeah. Uh, listen to the album The Waters by Mick Jenkins if you ever need some inspiration also, to drink more water. Stay wet, bro. Stay wet. Stay wet. Yeah. Stay wet. I respect that. Because, like, you got to take showers, you know, hygiene. Yeah. Yeah, kind some, of. Some of y'all know. be smelling out there. COVID, baby. COVID, <laughs> take your showers. Bro, shower. <laughs> yeah. That shit's ridiculous. But either way, yeah, highly recommend that documentary. But I know Cody's got another bullet point on there. Oh, we, oh we're just going back to my bullet points. No, I appreciate the, uh, con- the the structure that you Dude, have. The enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah. I, I have one topic that I want to talk about, and that's it, but we can do that later. <laughs> Uh, so this is a good one for me and Braden. I have written down here. It's sneaking out. Mm. So living, all of us presumably, you know, lived with our parents growing up, um, unless you're in foster care. Or <laughs> in which you. case, shout out to foster care. Respect. <laughs> shout out. Sorry. Praise a Jesus. Foster's home for imaginary <laughs> friends. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but sneaking right. out is something that a lot of like suburban home area kids did. We did. Yeah. I certainly snuck out. Did you ever sneak out of your I house? I snuck Eli? out a couple times. First place yeah. I snuck out was your house. Cody. Exactly. Yeah, I was thinking of this. Cars and so smash them in garage door code things. Put growing up, like Braden lived right down the street from me, so like sleepovers were a pretty common thing between yeah. him and I. And uh, I lived upstairs, but sneaking down the stairs, there were some very uh, good spots in which you could make yourself quiet because i had squeaky stairs but yeah I we, remember we that. carved a path out to make sure we were like we thought we were ninjas <laughs> some indiana jones shit dude yeah do i talked to my dad about this recently totally knew we were sneaking out 
oh, who yeah? just didn't fucking care. So seriously, yeah, no, totally, yeah. Why are six eggs not in the egg cart anymore? Yeah. <laughs> next morning, yeah, well, right. We yeah, took them and went and fucked people's shit up. Oh yeah. my god. Where little shitheads. It's just fucking <laughs> hilarious how much your parents like may or may not let you slide with growing up. A common uh, interesting fact between Braden, Chad, and I is that we're all the third son. And like having older brothers, honestly, your parents are a little bit broken in. They and kinda, you, you can kind of slide a little bit they for blaze you know, that a lot trail. of things. Yeah. They, they blaze that trail for us a little bit. A little yeah. bit. Uh, my just, middle, just my middle brother, Chad's middle brother, more, you know. Yeah. And they, then, yeah, they they one they kind of prep the parents to expect certain things well, and yeah. and to be a bit ready, uh, for lack of better have, terms. If you have boys, um, but but it it also softens the blow, yeah, for when you get caught. Yeah, it does. They, they, go, they realize they can look a few years ahead and realize like, oh, you know, we got this. We know what we're doing. We can we can correct this path if they think it's kids can do dipshit. Yeah. It is well, in, it in is. your case, they realized that, you know, I mean, it's not worth the effort. Yeah, I was too smart. That was, right. that was No, that was, like, yeah. my thing. My parents, like, stopped caring. Wait, you too? <laughs> yeah, my parents stopped it's caring about, You were like, too shit, smart? Dude. Well, not too smart, but, like, yeah, smart enough smart. to where, like. Nux, bro. Oh, too smart. You, it was dang. hard for them to punish me about well, things when I was Because you were performing in well. school. Yeah, exactly. They were, like. Ah, me too. Yeah. All of us were. It becomes, like, kind of like a moral conflict on their part in which it's, like, well, my son's still prioritizing what I feel is important for his life and living yep. something separate from what I'm doing. So it kind of becomes an interesting like decision on their part. Yeah. He's being yeah. a teenager, well, but he's also like being responsible in mm-hmm. terms of sports, school. It, it probably brings up a really interesting perspective for parents in trying to move forward with a decision like that because on one hand, it's showing that they enjoy these certain vices – uh, and, and they seem to be doing so in, in a way where they're still prioritizing their schoolwork, their social life. They're they're still being generally healthy, productive um, people. Ho- however, on on the flip side of that, I'm sure there's a little bit of fear of encouraging, not necessarily encouraging, but not uh, a, a P, interjecting uh, at the yeah. idea of functional like alcoholism. Yeah, like, I mean, you don't like. They're almost appeasing the behavior because you're performing in another sense. Which, yeah, which, which may favor which, exactly. Which is overall like, I mean, you, is it's yeah, it's that kind of catch twenty two, you know? Yeah, like you you want to approve for that because you, someone should be able to enjoy themselves and have a good time exactly. while prioritizing yeah. Yeah. good things. But you also don't want to say that this is the results are irrespective of the means the, the ends the justify means the means being, yeah even like, though you're fucked up all the time you still get your shit done like isn't always a good thing exactly. i have to shout out to my older brothers for like running into the same issues as me but ending up like still you know financially responsible like being able to maintain a job paying their own fucking rent and shit like that so i think that the reason my parents were so lax on me is because my brothers proved that it's you could be a little shithead, you know, when you're a teenager and still turn out all right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. which was kind of like, well, my my oldest brother was a good fucking kid and he always did his shit. And, you know, he's had a, he's worked for the Chargers since he was 15. So it's like he always had a good work ethic. He always, you know, did good. He never pissed my parents off. As far as I know, you know, he may have stories that I don't know about because I was too young. But at least Steven, I saw Steve get in trouble, my middle brother. For certain things or you know at college and stuff like that and i i think i just remember it more because he was 
younger than Matt, but I think Steve definitely paved the way more for me because he partied a little bit more, but he's still a very, he's a great role model and someone that you could model your life after and become successful. So it was very nice to have those two older brothers that were successful. Just like, I mean, just like you two, you know, you guys both have older brothers that are exactly yeah. good people, good citizens, everything like that. Everything. Well, so it makes me want to ask Eli, how does it feel to be that big brother? The oldest. Yeah. <laughs> makes me feel bad, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but you're a good person. I'm a good person. And you're productive I, and you're yeah, like, you do. But, but, but you, like, I'm not a fucking doctor, you know, like neither are we, you know, neither are my brothers. I know, but like, I, I my older like, brother's a doctor. I'm just kidding. That's what no, I mean. No, you're, no, no, but your older brother's like a lawyer. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, well, what? we don't have to compare ourselves to him. Sure. sure. <laughs> I was, was going to refer to Ryan, who's yeah, kind of getting in medical stuff. Yeah, Not but a doctor, though. <laughs> he couldn't be in school for that I don't long. know. I feel like Sorry, I have, buddy. like, a very, I don't know, alternative, like, lifestyle. Yeah, but you, but you have something to strive for, especially, well, your family dynamic's different than ours, because we're definitely a bit more conservative than your family seems to be. Yeah, for sure. So it's like... You strive for whatever makes you happy and fulfilling. Yeah. So that's that's honestly what you should be striving for. And luckily, what at least speaking for myself, what I do is fulfilling and makes me happy. Sure. And although it's not like, you know, top fucking choice of, you know, obviously, I just like to be like a day trader that makes a million dollars and is totally fine. So just go do that. Yeah. But I can do that. Yeah. But it's what you're doing for your younger brothers is like. You don't have to chase money because ultimately wealth nowadays is happiness. Right. You know, it kind of always be, has been. Well, yeah, but it unless you were like starving to death, but it wasn't acknowledged as so, especially in a capitalist sort of society. Right, so right. it's a little bit different. But I but I appreciate that that's becoming more of the norm now. It's like you should focus on yourself, do something yeah, that you yeah. love where you can make ends meet, but also fulfill your own yeah. sure quantity it, over or quality over quantity quality of life over quantity of fucking money i respect that and, man and i feel like it's it's also like harder to be a firstborn or like an only child in terms of like you don't have anybody literally related by blood to like look up to like as a as like a a really small child you know like when you're yeah. When you're three or four and you've got like older brothers to look up to, you know, you can kind of like model their behavior. A, yeah, but example. When you're a firstborn, you're the one having to make those decisions, and it's kind of like a different cognitive process, yeah. like that affects yeah. your development. Well, you're for blazing sure. the trail. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I really think that and Eli does blaze that trail <laughs> without a doubt. He's <laughs> blazing while he blazes that, that trail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm really curious as to to how that will continue to be revisited um, from things that I've heard. There is no conclusive evidence towards if you're the firstborn, middleborn, lastborn, et cetera, that it has any sort of impact to your character and to your interests or your success or your hobbies or, or yeah. whatever. Wait, um, you think that there's not any research about well, that? No, no there, there is research. Oh, okay. and, and from my understanding, it has concluded that there is no correlation. Well, However, I, I personally, anecdotally, disagree based off of my own experiences. And so I'm curious to see how that research continues to grow because people will forever be interested in that because it's one of those things that if you grow up, 
you fit into one of those categories. You're either an only child, which has a lot of, uh, we have our own internal hypotheses about only children. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Trevor? Uh, hey, the boy. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's I mean being the older sibling and the younger sibling, which we've got a pretty healthy mix. Although mm-hmm. over, I'd say over, actually no, no probably definitely. not very he- healthy because overwhelmingly the youngest of three, if not the, just the youngest sibling in general. In our friend group, yeah, yeah, is m- probably a good eighty percent of our real close friend group is the youngest. Yeah, which I think, it, bro, science time. I think <laughs> I think the youngest tends to be more social and better in social situations because you grow up with more people in your family, and no matter if it's a brother or a sister, you kind of know how to deal with. Because uh, when you're young, you think of your older siblings as like an authoritative figure. So you kind of you have multiple authoritative figures in your life and you kind of know they're all different. So you realize how to navigate different people that are sort of above you in the pecking order. So I think that kind of comes into play because, you know, my brothers are totally different in terms of personality. My parents are different in terms of personality. And it's, you know, you just kind of get a better gauge of how to deal with different people who are almost above you. Yeah. But that's just my opinion. I love that you use the word navigating because that's like the exact word in my head that I was thinking of when you were explaining that is just like navigating more social kind of like negotiations growing up. Because you get to you have to deal with different personalities. Because that's just the way that you were, you know, that's the environment you were grown. You yeah, grew you're up forced in. to do that it was, because they're if your I siblings. S- if I said, you know, if I talked shit to my middle brother, you know, what would he do? He'd, you know, fucking, you know, put me in a headlock or like pin me on the ground and be like, what the fuck do you say? Yeah. You know, and then my older brother, I'd say something to him and then he'd say something even worse back to me. So I was like, oh, shit, I'm getting a physical and an emotional attack just from different different sides. It depends who I talk to. And then my dad would just be like. You know, don't say that crap. And then my mom, you know, she'd be like, how dare you? You know, it's different. It's a different sort of uh, it's a different environment sort of for each person mentally that you have to navigate. Yeah. Yeah. And there's I think a few things that play into that. Um, One on that topic would be like for me, it was probably a bit different because my mom was the youngest in her family. And so she empathized a lot with me as being the youngest because she Same with understood the, the challenges, or maybe not the challenges, but just certain things growing up that she thought were unfair, she was aware of for me. I just had a, yeah, you go, I just had a kind of a breakthrough. Um, <laughs> one one point for the, the general topic of, of like sibling stuff, though, is that I definitely was better at sports when I was younger um, because growing up, I played sports in the house, outside, whatever, with, with both my older brothers. Up until my oldest brother was like kind of end of middle school. And once he started getting into high school, especially when he started hitting puberty and got a lot bigger than me and my middle brother, is when we we stopped playing sports together as much. Yeah. And I I stayed, I remained competent at sports, playing against people that were bigger than me, not backing down in soccer and baseball, up until it got to the point where I I had kind of stopped playing with Michael. So once people started getting bigger and my oldest brother, when I stopped playing with him is where like there was this disconnect. There's almost an inhibition that you had, whether it's mental or physical, just because you haven't, you know, faced someone like that. It kind of puts a little bit of a stutter on your growth. I I definitely, I definitely thought that it did. Um, Mm -hmm. One more kind of point though, almost against was, at least for me, that I'd see an alignment kind of with that is, uh, per my personality, I would watch people do things I 
for so to speak i'd watch a person jump off a cliff i'd watch uh, a person make if there's like a risky decision yeah i'd i would watch and let other people go for it first and learn from it Mm -hmm. and i I think that's that's kind of emphasized by the fact that i've always seen older siblings or older cousins do things before i do so Mm -hmm. i'm kind of used to that however if we were good to go to a river and there's like these high rocks we could jump off of i would probably be the person that would sit and watch people do it first to mm-hmm. make sure it was safe yeah while in contrast Braden, you i think if we were with I a group of our friends say. you would be the first person to do it even yeah. though you're also the youngest yeah so like it's kind of like just because we're the youngest and we're used to but to you know why it the felt or, the, or watching other people do things first you would do it in that kind of case yeah and i think why that was is because at least when it came to traditional sports like like baseball or football and stuff like i was i was good at, at sports and uh it was i'm just glad to have that natural sort of you're you're coordinated and yeah i'm yeah. Luck, luck, lucky to come from a family that was sports or oriented and be able to just naturally have that kind of talent but and but both my brothers were as well yeah it was and a family thing. so it was a competitive sort of thing where i felt like because yeah i'm good at sports but so were my brothers so what makes me stand out what made me stand out was that I did other sports, like just like Cody. But your brothers also did skating, was a big one, skating and BMX. So I got into that. I think, well, partially because of you, obviously, but also Stephen, my middle brother, got me into skateboarding. He gave me his old board, and that's what got me into it. But I felt like I didn't have anything to separate me from my brothers, mm-hmm. and what did separate me was skating, BMXing those action sports where you had to take a risk of getting hurt. And so even now when even me and my brother, Matt last year went to Maui, I was jumping off the high rocks and he was jumping off the low rocks. Cause I think that's what separated me. I, Are you I, calling your brother dude, a low I'm rock? Having, I'm having like, a, like it, bro. Are you calling I'm your having brother like a, a low a, rock motherfucker? No, but I think it's like a, almost a psychological, not a breakthrough. You're having a breakthrough dog. No, but I'm having an, an you're trying ref- to connect dots an epiphany, yeah. a reflection of why I did the things I did, I think I wanted to stand out because my dad loves that I do that kind of daring shit, mm-hmm. and uh, they, my brothers, won't do that kind of stuff. Steve might, Matt is much more like that's fucking stupid. Yeah, you're, and you're I'm like, I know I can do mom. this. Like I have this. It's gonna be sick. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. my dad was always like, oh, that's so cool that you can, you know, fucking stand out in that kind of regard. But another thing I wanted to touch on, which made that that you had mentioned was how your mom was the youngest of three chad mm. and that's kind of why you felt more connected with her in that sort of sense well no I, I think that's what i wouldn't go as far to say that um I, I i would say in that my experience as the youngest was influenced by the fact that my mom was also the youngest okay that's what i was trying to get at is that maybe that's a part of the research a factor that people don't always consider when they look mm-hmm. at the how being the oldest middle and youngest is kind of correlated how does that turn into personality traits yeah exactly because like yeah. they're not considering the parents and what the parents were i think that's a good point of view because my dad my mom was the middle my dad was the youngest and i just literally just realized <laughs> that my dad had the same relationship with his two older siblings he had uh his oldest sibling was his sister jan who is d- very sweet loving supportive you know always there for him stuff like that but then his older brother mike who was between him and jan was very like you know he was competitive and is more 
more standoffish to my dad than my aunt was. And it was more like a, it was a healthier relationship with my aunt. I'll put it that way. As, as it was with me and my oldest brother, who I had a healthier relationship with than my middle brother. You know? So it was What's like the age difference between you and your middle brother? Nine years. Damn, that's a fucking... And my oldest yeah, brother is 12 years. So it's a pretty big gap. But I think that's why me and my dad have... Uh, obviously, it's part partially genetics because me and my dad have very similar personalities to a degree. But in terms of our relationship with our siblings, it was a lot different. Uh, it, it's very similar to my dad. So he can kind of relate to me and be like, yeah... You know, I remember my older brother beating the shit out of me. And then Jan was always there to be like, he's just an asshole and stuff like that. And that was kind of like Matt and Steven with me. So it was really, that's weird. I don't know. I don't know my point, but I just kind of put that fucking together. Yeah, Braden, shut up. You've been talking for like a while. Yeah, you've been talking for a while, man. You've been Sounds talking into my mic too, man. <laughs> my mic's for me. Your mic's for you, bro. No, there's a little Eat bit a of dick. bleed. Yeah. It's, it's only natural. Eat dicks. I personally, as a psychologist, think that... uh Family development shit is drastically under-researched. And I was surprised that you said that uh, you didn't, like, you, you're not aware of any kind of, like, uh, I don't know, published I, research articles that no, support well, no, that's family not, relationships. I, I, thought, think, I thought that's what he was saying. No, I think what he's saying is different than how so you So it, it wasn't that these ex- these reports don't exist. It's that, from my understanding, the reports that do exist generally are so kind of mixed that there is no it's inconclusive no consensus i think that it's probably under-researched i think so too i think it i really wanted to hear eli's perspective on how he feels like he may or may not have influenced his younger sibling to be honest delve into yeah let's hear from the first please eli i am so curious (laughs) i don't know i feel like being you don't have to know first of all Okay. This is bro science. Bro science. Bro science. I know that I definitely don't know. How do you feel? I feel like... Well, that's fine. That means you're not stupid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I didn't have much of an influence on either of my siblings growing up. How much older? How, what's, what's the age gap? We're actually pretty close. My sister and I are two years apart, and my brother and I are five years apart. So, like, relatively close. So maybe I did have more of an impact than like I'm thinking, but we. I were think you did. You definitely had an impact on your siblings. Yeah, because because I'm coming sure from younger siblings, like you did. Yeah, because I'm sure my brothers, uh, well at least at the time, because they're older now. You know, they're in their 30s, so yeah, th- they don't. They probably have that introspection now, but I'm sure they didn't think they did when they were 23. You know, on me, because I would have been what a fucking 11 when my oldest brother was 23. That's crazy. Yeah. I just feel like, well, I have siblings that are like full blood siblings that we're all close in age. And I have like way younger siblings that were like from my parents and they're like other. Yeah. My parents got divorced, right? Yeah. I just feel like my siblings and I weren't super close growing up. Mm -hmm. Partly because my sister is the middle. I feel like if I had like a middle brother, we would have been closer but it was like or you would have fought more <laughs> or we would have fought more but I, I i don't think so i never really yeah. f- like i never or, really fought with my siblings or, or you wouldn't have instigated it i know that <laughs> though like such a loving guy yeah i guess i'll try and say like i would mess with them a little bit but like i 
just stories that I hear from like other people, I definitely like wasn't ever like that. Like I never like physically like fucked with my siblings. You never tied a tiny ass pillow to your little brother's leg and kicked the shit out of him. No, like no. what happened to me? Yeah. No, no, no. You never got pinned to the ground and told you're a faggot when <laughs> in the early 2000s when it was okay. Cuz I did. No. <laughs> I definitely never did that. I honestly didn't really do anything and that's why I feel like I didn't don't have like a huge impact on them because I never like Well, it's probably good. <laughs> I mean, we we interacted in like positive ways. Yeah, I feel like. Well, I think you'd be a good older brother, a good sibling, because you're a good friend, first of all. But like, oh, you know, yeah. I hey. just feel bad because hey. I was like kind of distant. Hey, Eli. It seems like I love you, man. Oh, I love you guys. I was gonna text you guys that I loved you, but then I was like, that's fucking kind of gay, so <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. But I should have. <laughs> that's not gay, dude. That's love, <laughs> bro. It's yeah, I guess. That's I don't know. That's fraternal. Love. I just I didn't want you guys to make fun of me. It's because he's the oldest. He's like fuck. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't see, know, bro. <laughs> see, never had a role model. I I'd make fun of you and then I'd go. I fucking love you too, bro. Oh, welcome well, to the No well, Comment Podcast. Welcome back. welcome back. We had a little bit of technical difficulties there. I don't know. Yeah, what Chad's happened. sexiness fixed them though. So yeah. Well, Chad you. gave me a boner. My boner hit the fucking operating board. Whatever it means. Yeah, it blew a few fuses. Whatever that's called. You know. Interface. Yeah. A few I gave Eli a, a, a bruise on his knee. Oh. Like, I'm sorry. I don't know what we were talking about before that happened. Your, your well, it seemed like you were concluding that you didn't really feel like you had much influence. On I felt siblings. distant. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Felt I felt like I was distant from my siblings because I kind of they were so much younger that I was like when I was in high school. I just felt like I was. I felt like I matured a lot faster than they did. So well, I was yeah. into some like. Shit that like wasn't no, but like even <laughs> no, when like I was my sister's well, age, I felt like I was a lot more. Yeah. What about developed? Smarter? We'll say yeah. like. <laughs> yeah. What about your youngest brother, Landon? <laughs> so it's hard to say with Landon because he has such a different <laughs> circumstance. Awesome. Stabs people with swords and shit. But it seems like you've been around a lot because i mean yeah no for sure ever since you moved back from santa cruz you've been around him for sure and so similar as to how a parent is almost although not like you that your parent but you're definitely a, yeah. a, an exemplary f- figure so you're you're a strong family member what life, i think sure. is he's probably gonna be i mean already he's like kind of badass because you know when you're a little kid you're kind of like afraid to like talk in front of like older pe- you know like teenagers and shit you're like oh like well, if you have an older sibling that fucking exactly. picks on you or you have a, a friend that picks on you exactly. and, and teaches you to be afraid, <laughs> then yes. Well, no, but like in general, and maybe this is just the difference between me being like the firstborn. Yeah. I was always like a little nervous around like older kids, not like adults. Adults were fine because like my parents yeah. were adults, but like older kids were uncharted territory. Yeah. Like a very gray area. That's where, yeah. that's where I think that benefit for us comes yeah. from. Because I dealt with kids that were way older than me that would talk shit yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for my oldest brother, he was nice and he would joke with me. But my middle brother, like, I had to be tough and to be able to stand up for myself. And, like, he'd try to wrestle me and then I'd have a buddy over and then, like, another buddy. And we'd all try to wrestle him. So I knew that, like, you know, power was in numbers and also in false confidence. And that was the only okay. way to beat people. And so it's like when I dealt with kids, especially skating and BMXing, sure. it's different than playing baseball and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and I know me and Cody kind of have the same outlook. You skated too, yeah. so it's like I was there. Yeah. Yeah, and well, that's how we met, and we met skating. No you know, shit. At the, yeah, at uh, what's his name? So at Garen's house. No shit. For those that's uh, so what was it? The Bible study and uh, skate nice. sessions. I was there yeah. for the skate session. Yeah, I remember when they built that that yeah. uh, that half pipe. Quarter yeah, pipe. very quarter, janky. Quarter pipe and a half pipe. It was a quarter pipe. It was a quarter pipe. Was it really only quarter I pipe? I think I even skated that in your cul-de-sac. No, no, it was, went, no, it was, it was up the street at Garen's. Are you talking about no, the, the black plastic one? It should have been in Chad's cul-de-sac, there, there was. That would have been way yeah. fucking better. Yeah, it would have. Uh, well, but no, because it would have been uneven. It had a better chance of being but even on Garen's driveway. But at least to tag on what I was saying... Is being in action sports, there's not that, you know, you're 11, so you're in majors or whatever it was. Right. Like you just league. skate next to the fucking. So you yeah. skate with whatever kids that, that are in your group or in that skate park or whatever that grew up in your area. So you had, like we had Brad, Cody's older brother, right. look, to look up right. to because he was on, you know, he was on uh, Broke black waxes team and like we had those yeah, he was a bad yeah he was to. a badass skater dude yeah. yeah but we also had to compete with those right. kids, which i think was very good especially in the to be frank in the world that we live in is you're dealing with people like at least for us getting into the workforce at this age you're essentially competing with people that have had decades of experience and what are you gonna do are you gonna sink or swim are you gonna tread water no, you're gonna fuck. You're you're gonna fucking swim if you grew up with older people always, you know, testing you, trying to compete with them. Right. Hey, Rams. Excuse my dog. Skateboarding is one of those things too, where when you go to the skate park, it's it's not based on age, it's based on skill. So if you're good at skating, yeah. older people are gonna notice and they're, well, they may say something well, to you, and then you get. Because you're saying on the playing field, right. though. I think that's the most important thing. Yeah. That I think Braden was getting is getting at is that you're playing on the same field exactly when you're growing up playing baseball growing up playing soccer you identify the kids that are doing really well but because they're not playing on the same size field they're not playing at the same time it's harder for older kids to recognize and respect and kind of try to help foster that sort of growth yep but when you're having to skate in the same bowls you're you're skating at the same time Mm -hmm. and you've kind of you're you're learning in the thick of it you're more likely to either prove your worth prove your shit or at least inspire older people to maybe you want to kind of help you get to that next level because well, you've got it's the, a meritocracy it's a full meritocracy if, if, if there's a kid that's two years younger than you that can fucking you know kickflip feeble handrail that you've never even fucking board slid you're his bitch you have yeah. to give yeah, yeah, you have yeah, yeah. to give that kid props yeah. and you have to recognize in yourself that like you know man what am i doing that kid's got balls it's probably gonna be really Fuck. humbling i mean that's, yeah, that's a good, it's a good yeah, fucking sure. shock for i'm sure a lot of people yeah, and I, th- but I, I, and, and also, in action sports, when you fail, it's you don't just strike out, you don't swing, and you don't hurt your, you know, it's not your ego that gets hurt. It's your actual no, body yeah, you that gets hurt. Yeah, slam, bro. <laughs> I tried to kick flip a six there when I was younger, and you just eat yeah. shit. Your whole body hits concrete with the acceleration of gravity, and there's nothing you can do to stop that. And and Other you than know, just focus work. on how you're gonna make it yeah. next time. Yeah, you're like, well, what did I fuck yeah. up, and what can I do better next how time? How much of a what factor do you think that risk has Dude, in a lot. that idea of meritocracy? Because like, if a you lot. look at someone that like, maybe in school, or if you look at someone like, I know it's becoming a lot more popular, but like esports or some shit like that, like yeah. where yeah. you've got someone younger than you that's outperforming, it's a lot easier to come up with excuses. Well, I think it's, I think, versus an environment like skating where it's just like, shit, like. 
it's 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 clear and cut that one the person has more skill they're mm-hmm. second they're looking to take more risks than you are yeah and it's well, yeah. one thing that i did i remember nick gansman or our buddy from home that i used to bmx with shout out to nick i love that kid one of the best laughs in the game one of those laughs where he laughs and you laugh because he laughed but um i remember when he was younger um when i would bmx with him he would say you know he got so good at dirt biking and bmxing because when he was young this is we were maybe 14 when he told me this he's like yeah, you know, when you're young, it was a, a very, it was a wild introspection for someone that young to have when we were at those Cuyamaca bike jumps. He was like, yeah, you know, when you're young, you think the worst thing that's going to happen if you eat shit on one of these jumps is you're going to get dirty. <laughs> you think that's all that's going to happen to you. Because you don't understand the physics. You don't understand, you know, the actual And you've never had it happen, so you're impact. just like, oh, I'm just going to get dirty. And you're also shorter, you eat shit, and you're like, you know, two feet from the ground. And you just bounce yes. right back. And so if you grow up from a young age doing those kind of risky things, the the implications of failing are not nearly to the degree as if you started when you're older. Because you understand like, oh, I could snap my femur, you know, or, you know, and die. I could go to the hospital and be like fucked up. Yeah. I could get a fucking concussion and not be yeah. able to work. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, it, you know, it could alter my whole life. So it, it was just that kind of – but in, to touch back on the eSports, I think it's – so what kind of the comparison we made there was sports, you know, baseball, whatever, when you strike out, it's your ego. Action sports, when you strike out, you know, in figurative terms, you break a bone, you bruise there's, something. There's you more know, risk You get dirty, you cut yourself. There, it's – I think esports is on the bottom side of sports, to where it's way more ego, and you, there's it's m- all ego. much yeah. more room for excuses. Yeah. Well, my upload speed was not right. As high it's as all as fucking you know. ego. My ping was too high. But the thing yeah. about the action sports is like, the difference in like ability is exponential because it's not only yeah. skill, but it's like your fucking courage and like yeah. the yeah. balls to just fucking well, commit to that and shit. Athleticism. And athleticism. Yeah. And the yeah. weird part too yeah. as well exactly. though is is also like. It's, I guess, to, to can you elaborate on the, the esports side? Is it's also physical. Like it requires probably going through puberty to a certain extent to be able to be capable of doing some of these things. Well, and that's a, yeah. that's a big barrier mm-hmm. in a lot of of traditional sports. So, uh, yep. puberty, growing up, Genetics. and just in, in the aging of a body, is is yeah. a very big barrier in a lot of traditional sports. Within skateboarding, yeah. it still is to an extent, but not as much. And then when it comes to something like esports, not at all. It's it's just. Yep experience and cognitive capability and reaction time what, yeah. a, a bunch of different things like it does require skill in my opinion but it, it, it's it's less determinant upon age yeah um, and like skating you know when we're younger as cody and eli i mean chad skated a bit but you know not to the extent trampoline than anything that yeah you were real still requires like a lot of coordination could you yeah flip though he could laser flip Chad on. Chad could heel flip. A, I know Chad could heel flip. I was flip. able to occasionally heel flip on a on an actual skateboard, yeah. and I could ollie on a skateboard. As long as he could do a heel flip or a kick flip. But we take the trucks off of a board and, he'd and go on the trampoline. Oh, he could laser flip on his fucking trampoline, and I was like, "How do you?" Oh, do it's that? because I was too heavy to be able to jump and stay in the air long enough on a regular board to get the rotation. But on, on a trampoline, trampoline, I was in the air for longer. Uh, there so. we go. Yep. <laughs> there you go. That's what it is, man. It's math. It's physics. But it's like, but it's like uh, when we were younger, you know, 
all in, or maneuvering the board requires the power behind it. And when do you have more power behind it? When you get older, when you grow, when you hit puberty. But when you're younger, kick flipping, even kick flipping, getting the board up too high enough is difficult. And so, like, even after you hit puberty, you do have those implications like you do in normal sports. Not to the extent, because you don't have a kid that grows to be, you know, 6'6", 250 pounds that can just crack you like a linebacker. That doesn't happen in skating. But you can maneuver the board a lot better when you have more weight. Well, it's also, so there is those it's, there are it's those interesting to think how build can kind of influence uh, athletic characteristics and which kind of sports you choose to pick. Because yeah. obviously, like... And especially with children, it's like, obviously they can't, you know, hit a fucking home run in an adult course. Or, like, not a course. I said in course. A, in an MLB golfer. field. In an MLB field, yeah. exactly. The, you know, they're going to have a lot longer time running all those bases. But in, in other sports, like, uh, you know, skateboarding, biking, and stuff like that, you're performing on the same obstacles, generally, and trying to build yourself at the same obstacles. And uh, and certain obstacles don't like well. Well, there's a pros and cons to each it's one. It's coordination yeah, yeah. versus you know. just like uh, like massive strength too. Yeah, right. For like exactly. Football. Well, there's balance, coordination, uh, spatial awareness. Mm -hmm. Also, especially well, spatial awareness is huge in MMA, but also in action sports like skating and stuff like that. Well, it's and surfing. And yeah, whatever. it's muscle memory. A bit because it's muscle memory versus yeah. having the toolkit. But uh, but balance yeah. too is yeah. huge. But go so for it. So I feel like you surfing like? is like particularly acute in that instance yeah. because like if you're gonna go out with your fucking dad or your older brothers or w whatever, you're all surfing the same fucking waves. The you know? ocean is relentless. Exactly. It has like, no it's like yeah. very the humbling. The ocean. Yeah. yeah. Dude, it's pos it's Poseidon making a pussy out yeah. of everything. And you learn That's real quick is. like either I can fucking hang with this shit or like I can't. I'm gonna drown. Yeah, like yeah. those are your options, and so I, f that in my opinion is the biggest. Like, either you can do this or you can't. And I remember going out with my dad when I was like super young, like way too young, you know. And he would go out when it was fun for him, so it'd be like chest high, like head high, and I'm like a little fucking kid, so that's like double, triple overhead, and I'm on like my little foam board, you know, and I'm trying to paddle out and like make it out there and just kick it and like it was so much gnarlier but because of that now that i'm an adult and i go out and i'm like oh like it's not that big of a deal because like i remember when it was like triple overhead and it was like kind of fucked and like and i was on like yeah. this crazy foam board that like i couldn't duck dive and it was a nightmare so i just feel like surfing is the like if your kid can surf with you your kid's a fucking badass and, like, as a result, every parent should take their kids surfing is what I'm trying to say. Well, uh, what, it, what <laughs> it seems like to surfing, because, like, it, it brings up the idea of the bigger you are, the harder you fall. Right. In surfing, it seems like that doesn't as apply as much. Not at all. The, yeah, the bigger is the that, waves yeah. and not yeah. so much yourself. So, But the smaller you are, the, yeah. like, more fucked up you get. So it's almost the smaller you are, the harder you So it's almost a reverse. Yeah. However, yeah. when you start looking at bike jumps, when you start looking at some of these other stunts, right? Like the more you weigh, the more you're gonna get thrashed because you're the thing that's moving Physics. fast versus like a wave that's moving fast. I mean, a wave, a wave yeah. carries you, so you're part of that speed. But for yeah. a lot of things with physics and a lot of these sports, the bigger you are, the bigger the punch, the bigger the impact. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that could still exist in surfing and, and if you get like whipped into the water kind of thing because, mm-hmm. I mean, your mass. But it doesn't scale as much the same way as a lot of these other sports I, I'm currently thinking. I mean, correct me if you think right. I'm wrong, but like if you're going, no, if you're you're going right. into a yeah. bowl and you eat shit at the bottom of a bowl. And you weigh 80 pounds. You're just going to slide on your little knee pads and be like, oh, I'm fine. Yeah, versus if you're <laughs> yeah. fucking 200 pounds and you fucking whip it and... And you eat yeah. shit. And, and then everyone in the skate park looks over like, what was that? Yeah, and you crack a shoulder you and you're like, oh, yeah. fuck. And, and that's where there's, I think, a, a bit more connection to what uh, Nick had said, which, to be honest, to me, like, is very incredibly insightful coming from... For someone that was that, that young? young as How well old was he when he said that? We, well, we were in eighth grade at Cuyamaca when okay. he said so that. So he was like 12 or 13? 11, 12? 13... At least thir- 12 or 13. For, for that age as well as for... Yeah. for Or 13 or 14. Like, for yeah. his actions. Like, Whatever. the fact that he recognized that but still stuck through with his actions of the time. Yeah. yeah. Nick Gansman is an action sports, like, phenomenon with... I've heard he's a legend. Like, yeah. Prodded. He, I've heard Prodded. he's a legend. Yeah, he's... Yeah. He had serious talent. Like, Shout out Nick pretty Nick much Gansman. everything. Shout out Nick. Yeah. I yeah. love yeah. that kid. Biking especially. Biking and motocross. His, and motocross. Yeah, his, motor, his biking skills come from his background in motocross, I think. Because yeah. motocross oh, yeah, is doubt. fucking insane. It's scary, yeah. dude. Yeah. I, don't, I don't fuck with those dirt bikes, man. That and shit that, scares me. Yeah. It's weird to think the, the difference in the type of athleticism. Because I remember, I mean, we all grew up with, uh, at least me, Chad, and Cody. Uh, being relatively close to Jordan Kazar, if you remember oh, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like a yeah. he plays for the well, Rays now or some shit, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 minor league Shout ball player. Shout out to Jordan. Shout out to Jordan. Yeah. Jordan. I, that kid always pulled the best competition yeah. out me, C- competition out of me when we were at each other's birthday parties <laughs> and shit. Because he, he was really good at baseball. He was better than you know ninety nine percent of the kids at our. I remember league baseball. Uh, striking him out because he like came up. Left-handed to clown me, basically. No, he always and you hit struck left. him out. I struck him out when he was left-handed. No, he always hit lefty. Well, I'm pretty sure he was lefty. I played. He I always, played with him. No, in well then he went he righty. Hit lefty. He went the yeah. opposite of what he was, like thinking yeah. like, oh. And then oh, I remember the striking him out and just being like, oh, I don't yeah. give a dude, fucking bet, shit. Dude, I bet I bet Scrotty drank a Michelob yeah, Ultra. Dude, sure. I felt <laughs> so proud because like this kid would incite that kind of competition, is like knowing that this yeah. guy is like top dog of whatever fucking yeah, sport yeah. we were playing like yeah. he he was like a miraculous he's a, talent he's a natural yeah. athlete fantastic athlete nice guy always liked the kid we grew up in the same neighborhood you know well, we, me and cody grew up in the same neighborhood as him and uh so we'd always play you know football at the park and when we started getting into like preteen years when we started skating and stuff um you know i brought that around all those kids too just up the up the hill from us and you know, me and you were always top dogs in that regard of of those sports of skating, at least at that time. And I remember Jordan. You know, Jordan was always he was the best at baseball, football, whatever the fuck it was. Basketball, probably. Basketball. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that too. He was an amazing athlete, still is, and I I hope for the best for him. I hope he makes it to the major leagues. It'd be awesome to say. You I know, grew up. We grew up with like down the street from yeah, I, an MLB yeah, I player. I grew up with it's him. Pretty cool. I know I that played kid, on that you know. fool's high school. Team. I struck that guy <laughs> out. Like, <laughs> no, but, no, but for me at least, you know, he tried to get into skateboarding, and it was, it was it, it's such, it's such an amazing athlete, athlete, just a natural talented athlete. God tried to get into skateboarding, and he wasn't good at it, right? 
He didn't have the balance. He didn't have the sort of spatial awareness in that sense and how to maneuver a board, how to do that kind of stuff. And I remember it would make me so mad that when I would come over and skate and I was better than him, he'd go, oh, that's, that's, you know, it doesn't mean anything. All you're doing is flipping a piece of wood. Right. And All you're doing is throwing did. a fucking ball, dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But I, but I didn't think of right. that. You could come back. So you know. Who, All you're doing is. is I was a little zoned huh? out earlier. Who is who's this person yeah. that you're? Jordan. Oh yeah. 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 Well, but we it, saw that. He would tell me. Long ago too. Yeah. I'm in the middle of a story, yeah. so. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> zoned back in, <laughs> but. It, but he would say that he'd say all you're doing is flipping a piece of that's wood. That's much bullshit. Like, yeah, and I can flip it better than you. Like that's what I would say or some shit like that, you know. But then it would come around to like one of our birthday parties, and what would we do? You know, we'd all we'd invite 20 kids over, have a, a you know a tackle football game, no pads or anything like that. And me and him would always, especially for his birthdays up at Cottonwood Park, we would always get into fights because we were so competitive against each other. But in in different realms because he was better than me at those sports but i was better than him at action sports and so it was always just a contentious sort of relationship but i thought it was great i loved it looking back on it, i loved it me and him had this conversation downtown um at the opening of that woe that that was last time yeah we you were there then right yeah yeah, it's funny yeah, we saw how, how one of you is making money off sports and the other isn't. Hey. <laughs> uh, yeah, I lose money because I bet on the yeah. So Yeah, <laughs> he makes money because he's been drafted. He's a professional <laughs> yeah. baseball player. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I make money building things, so. <laughs> Respect. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> We're both making money. That's good. That's all that matters, bro. <laughs> no, but it, it is very weird to look back now. And see those differences and people that well, like uh, all four of us were compared to a lot of kids at our school. Pretty, whether it was at normal sports or action sports, were more coordinated and athletic than most people. But then you get into that that group of people that are coordinated, and you have this this fighting between of like you know who's the best at very specific things. What, uh, I, I want to build off that, but take it a slightly different duration. Uh, sorry, yeah. slightly different direction. What do you think were were your sports or your activities that you felt the most competitive in? Where you were the most frustrated in someone being a little bit better than you at? Where you really wanted to kind of... I was Cody in skating, without a doubt. So really? Sk- skating was your... Well, I'd say at least when we... Because I was the first one to kick flip. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. And then, and then you learned how to kick flip, and then you learned how to varial shortly after. <laughs> and then, yeah. yeah, and then I got well, but this still plays into me and Cody's relationship today, which I love. Right, like so the fact Cody that learned. I'm way better at skating than you. <laughs> <laughs> so I, that, now, 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 what I understood was <laughs> brain does one trick. Cody learns to do that trick and then fucking tops him by doing a second trick. Or so just for every one thing better. Brain does, God Cody damn does it. two things. So I think Cody's winning based on what your story right. you told. Hey, if Chad, if Chad never comes back ever, I didn't kill him. All right. <laughs> no, but it's no, quarantine, but, but bro. Then, I don't even know. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, but then I would Cody. learn how to burial, <laughs> and then one of us would learn how to heel flip, and then the other one would learn how to do it because they get you know it was a, it was a healthy competition. Yeah. And nowadays it's now. Then Braden quit skateboarding because he got a cold. I had the flu for a week and <laughs> felt like I didn't have anything. <laughs> it's okay. Is it's that weird. actually but why he stopped skating? Yeah, it but is. Oh, my it's God. It's a very short dude. story, but in, in a succinct fashion, yeah, which makes me mad, but I still have coordination. Well, we should go but skate. 
I'd love Let's to. Let's go. I, Do I you have so a board? Fun when you We've skated since then. It, it was a lot oh, yeah. of fun. Brayden and oh, I yeah, have we... taken like trips skating since then, and it's still yeah. like a ton of fun. Let's I don't go, and yeah. I don't care about the skill difference at this no, point. Like, no, that's it's just fun. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. Now, now it's weightlifting and yeah. uh, our fitness yeah. is what yeah, we yeah, compete yeah. on. Like, who's but, but who's honestly, got lower body fat? Who can do more pull-ups? All that kind of stuff. But I do. But I love that part of our relationship. Is it's a very healthy competition. It's because I feel like you say something to me. You know, you're like, oh, you look a little chubs, and I'm like, you motherfucker. It doesn't. It 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 in the smallest form gets me at the deepest level, but it doesn't affect my like ego or anything like that. And so I'm like, my ego's like, I'm fucking better than this kid. He can't fucking do this to me. So I go and I work harder. And then it's kind of a leapfrog effect. A leapfrog to ultimate. Ultimateness. Fuck yeah. I think a a large part of that is the fact that we've known each other since childhood. So the sort of like like the competition. The competition is it's, it's more kind of like kinship Comparable. kind of like altruistic yeah. like we're benefiting each other yeah. sort of thing uh, it's true rivalry it's a it's a yeah. different dynamic yeah. Yeah. in which we yeah. both want the best for each other so when we do the things that they point out as flaws it's for us not for them yeah exactly because i'm pointing out your flaws not to make myself feel better but to encourage it, me yeah and it, it may even be by making you feel a little bit bad about it but i'm not being a dick yeah. about it i'm be, i'm pointing something out i'm going this is something you could fix that I'm better than you at. And then and then you go, oh, yeah, motherfucker? I'm going to be better than you at that next week. Well, you know? it's, so it's a very it's, good, it's like... It's the kind of wholehearted and kind of beautiful relationship when you want to be better than someone, but not better than them where they currently are, but you as yourself want to be better than them at their best self. So it's yeah. not like the straw man argument where it's just like, oh, they're a fucking dumbass and I'm better than you because blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, you are a formidable foe and I'm going to yeah. help build and, and, and actualize that formidability. Or it's, it's just like, you know, like it, it's magic. Magic Johnson and Larry Bird. Yeah. dude. Yeah. They were formidable foes, but they respected the hell out of yeah. each other. And when, when one of them one up the other one, the other one was so much more motivated to one up yeah. the other one next year. That they worked their ass off and made themselves a better person because of it, to to no mental detriment, to no, you know, health detriment in any way, whether it be mental, physical, emotional. It's like, yeah, maybe for that half a second you get beat, and you go, fuck, you know. But that's not because they're better than you. It's because you think that you can be better than them. And it's not a. It's a very healthy. And I love that. I love that we have nothing better than for even if it's momentarily feeling that you are better than another person that you wholeheartedly respect, respect and and hold to because to the highest regard. Because I mean, one, it's it's nice if if the conflict can be camaraderie like, Mm -hmm. in its worser forms, it's you're you're triumphing over something that you consider evil and vile. However, the more the more significant and the more powerful and the more capable the thing that you are overcoming, th- yeah. the more, I guess, endorphins or just the more fucking... That you get a b- yeah, greater the, benefit uh, from the that. The bigger high well, that's from there's a, overcoming it. One of my favorite quotes is by Napoleon Hill. Um, this is paraphrasing. I may not get it totally correct. Every, every adversity, every heartache, every failure holds within it the seed of a greater or of an equal or greater benefit. 
And I think that's very much the relationship that me and Cody have in terms of competition. Because we see in a we see something that we see as a challenge in the other person, mm-hmm. and we take it and we turn it into our benefit. But then it's a reciprocating cycle where Cody then sees that in me, and then he goes, "Fuck you! I'm gonna get better than you at that." And I fucking love it, dude. It makes me so happy. I think a lot of I think a lot of like the because these relationships are incredibly difficult to come by. I think. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it, I think, has to do with the fact that we've known each other since childhood. So it's like the root of my being knows the root of your being. So when those roots poke each other, they know that it's not like in any sort of like bashful sense at all. It's, well, it's, it's not from, like a parasitic touch. No, it's from like the deepest of the roots in yeah. which we're both trying to pro- – we're, we're like asserting our progression for ourselves, and also yeah. trying to influence them to – to step it up, yeah, and I think I think at least because I think to be frank, I think it's more common in males, yeah, to have to have this sort of competition between your friend group, and I think that just comes from an evolutionary standpoint. You know, there are some aggressive females though. When you see a female, oh yeah, oh my no, God. I'm not yeah. saying that there's there's there on on average, yeah, well, uh, on, on average, average yeah. I'll say that, but uh, on a just a, I'm going to speak frankly from my, not frankly, strictly from my perspective as a male in the environment that I grew up in, in a, in a competitive sense is like, we push each other, at least in our friend group, we, we will fat shame each other. We'll push each other and we'll say, damn bro, you're weak. And it's not, none of us, because we know each other at the root of our being and we know each other so well, it's n- never negative. It's never bad. All the, all the I don't think I can think of an example in our friend group where one of us talked shit to the other one and the other one didn't come out of it better than they were previous. It's because of the intent and the contextualization yeah. of it. Because we know the roots. Yeah. We know each other and yeah. we know that we fucking love each other and act, genuinely yeah. give a shit about we each other. physically and developed together, for God's yeah. sake. Like, <laughs> yeah. holy shit, I think yeah. over time... We jerked off in the same room. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> not only within our... We know our roots. Our dick roots, dude. Come on. <laughs> dick roots? Not Dick roots? Yeah. Not only amongst our friends, though, amongst the people that might be listening to this podcast at any time, cousins, family, whatever it might be like. Yeah. I think that what will become apparent over time and, and, and through whatever different lens that looks at it is the intent behind what is said. I, and, uh, and no I matter think that that's why we have had the success amongst our friends is because it's not so much as what we're saying, although that is important, it has its factors, is the intent yeah. that we mean when we say it. And, why in, we can and say ensuring that that intent is still generally positive and it's there that it follows through to then be positive. Yeah, because I mean we know, it, I we, we know each other so well, and I think that's honestly I think what we have with our friend group is very unique. I feel I'm, I'm literally grateful for it. Like I think all that's the time. Every time I get really drunk, I always go, "Yeah, I fucking love you guys." 
I'm so lucky. Uh, Eli looks pretty pissed about it. You know, am I? Do I look mad? No, no, <laughs> no. no. I'm sorry. We're just, just teasing no, you. But, I just wanted to bring you into this. I don't mean. But to I'm look also mad. glad I'm that, just like that you don't look mad at all. No, nice. you don't. I'm but sorry. I, I, I'm glad we met when we did, and we developed the kind of friendship that we did, and that you have with our friend group as well. Yeah. Because I think you're well. You're an awesome fucking Aww. dude, and I think, uh, you know, a lot. It's, there's a lot of people that don't have the support group and the friend group that we have that's so robust, right? We have so many people with so many different perspectives, so many different personalities yeah. in our friend group that to bring anyone in that's willing to give themselves up to that right. and to, to delve into it and be a part of it says a lot about both that person and our group. Right, right. To just, yeah, if you're about this, if you will fucking give a shit about us and you'll be there for us when shit matters. Like, I flake on things. It is what it I is. I flake on surfing on yeah, Cody. Yeah, I flake sometimes, but I love him. Yeah, but you know when shit hits the fan and you're dealing with real life shit, I'm the fucking first one that'll be there to fight someone for you, <laughs> to fucking help you out of a sticky situation. Anything when real life shit hits Braden the fan. Braden just really I'll wants to like get into fights. Yeah, I think that was the take <laughs> off <laughs> me too. Uh, being no. there, I feel like yeah, <laughs> fights, yes. I feel like what no. Braden was trying to get at is that if you have He's love, there. Yeah. if you have <laughs> love from the bottom of your heart and yeah. you have a, a moral support system, a wide one, and you would like to be a part of ours is that you should support the No Comment Podcast. Yeah. 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 And with that, I think we're going to wrap things up for tonight. Plug. But yeah. yeah. Uh, so if you enjoyed this and uh, you. Do you have any last points? Yeah. Chad, yeah. would you like to yeah, give another I, plug for I, why they should subscribe to the No Comment Podcast? Well, yeah. one, I'd want you to subscribe because you enjoy the conversation amongst us. You uh, are encouraged. Yeah. Uh, one, if you don't, to, to get familiar with, with each of us as characters and, and our friendship yeah. dynamics and the funny and in Ke- Braden's case, not so funny things that we say. God damn uh, it. However, uh, I cannot guarantee that I would provide the same level of support for you as I do for my friends because you can only do that so much before. You're God spread so thin, yeah, Chad. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You're spread yeah. so thin. And when, when no. my lover comes home, man, there's nothing Oy. Well, left we, me, so. Chad might not support you, but... I've got your back. Cody will suck your I dick. I got your back. <laughs> yeah, Cody will suck your dick. I'll My fight DMs are open. If you guys <laughs> slide in. No comment plug. Slide Shout in. Shout out. Yeah, hit, hit no. us on Insta. I mean, I didn't necessarily mean actually fight people. I'll fight for you as a friend, but I'll also fight you people for you. You also want to fight me. people. I yeah, Brayden does want to fight. You say that more Brayden than anybody else that I know. Brayden could beat the majority of the population. Thanks, bro. Yeah, I'd say that too. The majority of the population. The majority. However, as we were talking about before, (laughs) when we were talking about athletic people, when you start talking about athletic people, and we start talking about people that can fight, oh, Braden would get fucked up so quick. (laughs) Yeah, Francis Ngannou? No way I'm not He can fight most people like under like... Under 5'10". No, under 6'. Yeah, like under like 180 pounds. Like... Uh, I I arm wrestled Matt. He's two hundred thirty five. But Matt's kind of like I beat him. I beat him. You guys are also that. comparing Braden to like the top one percent of people in the world yeah, in terms of fighting. True. So yeah, uh, no one that's a professional fighter. I we be, should yeah, drop no, him in the fucking even, octagon. Even, that'd right, be sick. <laughs> it's dragon. This this end of the episode is dragon. Way, yeah. Anyway, all right. all right. I know you say. You know what you Praise say. Jesus. Praise Allah. Stay black. Stay black. <laughs> 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 That's a shout out to Joey Diaz if you hey. love Joey Diaz. All I've got to say is uh, please still hire me. 
<laughs> I'm a good worker. <laughs> you already have a job, I like bro. this episode. What do you mean? I do at the time Either of me way. recording this. Hey, okay. <laughs> All, All right, right. we're out. All right. Love you guys. Peace. Peace.